Welcome to Stuck at Home with Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman. Are we, are we, are we doing this? Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and uh, this guy. Me, the police officer from Chloe and Theo. What the hell is this? Just watch this for a second. make us watch? We're watching some weird trailer with, I mean, Mira Servino of all the people. <laughs> you see that pretty guy right there? I do. Is that's that me? Wow, that's you. You worked with Mira for that much. That's all the show I ever did. That's all of it. That's every every second of my acting career. You just saw on screen, available only on Amazon Prime, and only if you bought that movie three years ago because it's no longer available. <laughs> I discovered Mira Servino. We haven't spoken since, but I discovered her. <laughs> That's it, amazing. No, no really, yeah. Manhattan. I put her in the first movie she did, with, which was Amongst Friends. That's amazing. Yeah, and then I left the movie right before we started shooting because, oh, wow, what a <laughs> I did not want to be there. I was like, you know what? I'll pass on this success. I'll take the next round of success. And if it doesn't come, you know what? I'm good with that, too. Uh, that's funny. No, um, I, yeah. I did that as a favor for a friend who needed uh, like a stand-in police officer. It was uh, Dakota Johnson's, first, one of her first things she ever did. It was a long time ago. And I, one of my oh, improv friends her. just had asked me to do it. And so I got to stand there and hand a card to Mira Servino, and then we had to say sad things to her, because if we didn't say sad things to her, she couldn't fake cry. Like, if we just said, hey, how you doing? She's like, can you please be sadder than that? And I was like, hi, how you doing? And then, no, she wanted, like, there was an accident, and everybody died, and so, like, she could really get the tears out while we handed her that card, because it's supposed to be the scene where the character that she's playing against dies. But that, but I got full face in that, and uh, that's, all my, uh, that's all my movie uh, experience. Uh, I was falling asleep on the mirror part. I mean, this is, you just described the reason we, I haven't spoken to her since 1993, which is, I mean, listen, I, you know, I, 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 I don't get it at all. I, I'm a very, but you, sir, you are a handsome devil. Wasn't and I? I loved, yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, I, I honestly feel like you stole the scene from Mira. Oh, thank you. Cause I, she you know why I took, you know what, do you want to know why I had she to take perplexed. my place? Do you want to know why I had to again? <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't i'll have to get it back because i i'd close okay. the window oh, um, right. the reason Perplexed i'm taking off my hat in that scene and putting it under my arm is because my head's so big that the actual hat didn't fit so it kind of fit like a police officer's yarmulke might and i had to just take it off while the scene was going so you couldn't tell that it totally didn't fit my head um because that was more ridiculous <laughs> for <laughs> a big headed extra no they just they just called me in they i just hope they hope the suit fit and the hat fit but i like greg I, brady I had the body of a much smaller-headed man back then. Listen, you're a handsome devil there. That's first of all. Second of all, everyone loves a man in uniform. Third yeah. of all, I thought you were acting. You looked much more trepidatious and caring than, than Mira did. That's all I could tell you. She was working at Mumbles as a waitress when I met her, and she had graduated Harvard very recently, and all she would ever say is Harvard. Oh. It was like, hey, Mira, Harvard. <laughs> I work at Mumbles, Harvard. Oh, I guess we get it. You're Ivy educated and you have a job. We understand. <laughs> we understand the plight. Now, now, by the way, people love her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People I, I love she, her. She seemed very nice. We did not really talk that much. Um, but, well, yeah. except for her to tell you to be sadder. Be sadder, which I wasn't mad about. It was because it was the first time I ever did anything. I just didn't want to mess up anything. Like, I was so scared of but, all but, of that. But, but, but wait, wait, put me aside. I'm interrupting on purpose. Put me aside, right? Uh -huh. We're not talking about comedy improv, which you're excellent at. We're talking about like if you're if you're playing the reality, like if I'm if I'm directing a scene where a police officer is coming to the door to hand you a card, right, mm -hmm. or to hand give you bad news, right? Mm -hmm. So the police officer is not sad. The police officer is about as sad as he is in conducting his normal duties and having some form of sympathy. He can't really have empathy because he hasn't had the same loss as you. Mm -hmm. So really, that's how you have to act. This someone's yeah. not sad, delivering you news in the in the actual occurrence of their day, yeah. and they're not going to be like, "Oh, I feel exactly what you're feeling. Let me help you." Right? Grieve. Right. No, man, you're getting a fucking card from a cop. Play it. <laughs> you know, well, I'm just saying that's not Mira. That's anybody. Yeah, I'm, I play the cop with the heart of gold. I just was sad, but Listen, I want to get to face a really, of gold. really, really. Thank you. I yeah. want to get to a really, really, really funny person who I've had. Uh, oh, she's like, here. Like a comedy crush on since like the state back on MTV. 
Uh, Why are you letting me talk about other things when she's here? <laughs> well, because she just popped up that. a couple minutes ago, and I see her down here, and I want to bring I her on really, really, really bad. For a second. No, who doesn't? Let's go. You just yeah. introduce her. Bring her on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so without further ado, I really am oh, yes. excited to... Uh, to honestly, and I mean this sincerely, to bring on one of my comedy favorites, one of my comedy heroes, Carrie Kinney uh, from Reno 911 now playing on Quibi. On Quibi. And you know that's right. Hey, Carrie! Carrie Kinney Silver. And by the way, you know Jason is telling the truth. He's stuttering and breathing heavy. He's it's very nervous. You and Ron Funches between this oh, week. I am Ron just never going to be able to breathe again. Yeah. I love me some Ron Funches. Oh, don't you? You can't get enough Ron Funches. You're not going to be able to do this interview. You're just one of those people that everything you say is funny. Like, I'm sure you can be very serious, but I want to get bad news from you. Well, listen, (laughs) I'll tell you, uh, my family would disagree. I don't think funny (laughs) is the word they would use. Yeah. I guess that's because they're your family. I feel like the word shrew probably comes up a lot. (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) Hey, listen... Thank you for being here. Seriously, Carrie. Thank you for having me. This is such a bizarre, like, virtual. I didn't know I was going to yeah. see you. Like, it's, I am I feel like in this time, I've become, we all have, I'm my own director of photography. I'm like an IT tech person. I'm a computer pro. Now I'm a makeup I'm artist. I'm a, I'm a light. I'm doing set design. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I click a thing on my email and then your faces are here and I'm thrilled. And I hope you can hear me okay because I'm also audio and I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah. you've, you've done all the jobs very, very well. Much better than a lot of the people that come on. We, we appreciate Thank it. Thank you guys. Goodbye. <laughs> Use that for a TikTok clip. Would you, Jason? Please. Oh, you Use that right there. Goodbye. Bye. Um, Oh, wow. This is awesome. I mean, it, it, it is. We have a, a lot of pe- different people on, but it's 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 rare we get a, uh, someone that we're both such big fans of and also the broader scope of the work you do and all the work you've put in to do it. So before I launch into, which I know Jason wants, uh, before even the state or especially Reno 911, I just want to ask you where all where are the roots to all this, because this is a you guys are a very you're like family. This is we're like family. We are. Right. I thought you were going to say, lifestyle. where were you born? And I was like, how long is this podcast video? <laughs> Not that extravaganza? long. Extravaganza. <laughs> um, we are like a family. I mean, Tom Lennon and I met at, as high schoolers at theater camp at Northwestern when we were 17 years old. And then we were like, you know, fell in love you know, friend love, like brother, sister, friend love and said like, okay, now where are we going to go to college and we'll work together forever. Cut to we're 107 years old and we're still working together. Um, So yeah, we, we said, let's go to to NYU. We went to NYU because we figured it's the only place that would have us and turned out to be the case. Um, And then we both joined a comedy group called the new group, which was the state as you know it. Um, mm. so we, we, that's where we met Tom Lennon and Ben Grant, Joe Latruglio, David Wayne, Michael Ian Black, Michael Schulter, all the fellas. And we worked together all through college at NYU as a, as a comedy troupe, air quotes, troop, troopy. Um, and then right as we graduated NYU, we started the state on MTV and we've really worked together ever since in some capacity, you know, we bump, bounce around and do different things, but we always seem to end up back together, which is really kind of sh- incredible to me. Before I let Jason ask you about the state, which, you know, I hope you're ready. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say one thing that, that one of the, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, it'll be just as happy a day. But when Lennon followed me on Twitter, I, it was like, I still talk about it. Oh, really? Saying, he followed me. He followed. Yeah, I do. I really do. Can I, I tell you, there was a person, there was a person that I felt like that about. I literally woke my husband up in the middle of the night when I discovered that boy George was following me. <laughs> oh, that's a big follow. That's a big follow. Oh, I was like, yeah, he's like, wait, is there a fire? Is there an intruder? I was like, no, it's better than that. It's better than an intruder. It's urgent. <laughs> Karma okay. chameleon is following me. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Jason, go ahead. Ask some questions oh, about no, the state because I, I know you want to. Well, it's another one of those things where I get all uh, Chris Farley about it and be like, remember the state and how awesome it was? Um, so you guys... Yeah, that's not an got, interview, buddy. I know that. That was, a, that was a dead ringer for Farley. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Um, no, I just am curious. So you guys got this straight out of college? Like, how did that work, like, work itself out? 
I know it's um, it just did. I think we've just thought like, oh, everybody graduates college with their own TV show. We basically we did like a, a show. We were doing shows in clubs in New York uh, when we were at NYU and we did a show uh, that William Morris came to and watched and they signed us while we were in college. And then David Wayne was working on a show called You Wrote It, You Watch It on MTV, which uh, was John Stewart's first show. And John Stewart was hosting and we did while we were still in college, we did like little sketches in the show as a group. And so we got that relationship with MTV and we had been signed. And so right as we graduated, they said, hey, how about your own show? And um, they didn't say it in those words. That would have been weird. It was much more professional. Hey how about your own show? Hey, guys. <laughs> Can we like do a show and stuff? Show. We were like, totally. <laughs> where, where do I go? <laughs> to not work for a living. Wait, yeah. so what... Th- th- at this point, you're like, okay, is that when you come up with the state? Like as a, as an actual, you know, let's go forward with this and make this into a thing. Oh, we, we, we thought we were going to go forward with it. Like from the day we formed at NYU, I don't know where we Mm -hmm. got our cocky sort of, obviously we're the future of comedy attitude at 17 years old. Well, I don't know about that, but, but we, Uh, I mean, we we truly like had this feeling from the second we met, like, well, this is obvious. This, this, this is, this is the next thing. This is what should happen. I mean, I look back and it was really gross, but I think it helped us. We never questioned ourselves. If we, if anyone ever gave us a note, we sort of had an attitude about it. It was like, I don't know. I, now I'm as a mom of a teenager who's all about like rules following and listening to elders. I don't know where we, I don't know who we thought we were, but, um, but I don't know. It, it, you know, there was safety in numbers. There were there were eleven of us. It was ten guys and myself. So it was like, well, if he thinks we're great and he thinks we're great, then we must be great. Look out, everybody! Look out, world! Look What's out, like? cable. Carrying ten guys on your shoulders like that. I mean, yeah, yeah really dragging heavy. them along. Yeah, that's heavy. I mean, they have a lot to thank me for. <laughs> so, 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 how do you? How, what is the? It's not really a metamorphosis, but what's the, what's the organic movement from the state to Reno nine one one? Well, in between was my favorite show that we ever, ever did called Viva Variety on Comedy Central. Most people don't know about it because at the time, you know, it was just a little a little show on Comedy Central. But at the same time, people can't watch it now because we had big music guests and the music licenses ran out. Jason, I'm sure you know all about this kind of thing. So, you Same know, thing that happened with the state. You had to redo all. Those. We had to redo the music. But the problem with Viva was we had live bands. So you can't really redo that. But we had Run DMC and Moby and Duran Duran and Chibo Mach, like the coolest bands at the time. But also it was just it was a variety show. So it was singing and dancing. And we had Stacey Keach and Whoopi Goldberg and Shelley Long. We were, you know, oh. at, at our at our base were musical theater nerds. So we were, you know, living out our dreams as people who could <laughs> never actually make it in musical theater. But in comedy, we pulled it off. So anyway, Michael Ian Black, uh, David, uh, Michael Ian Black, Ben Grant, there's so many of them. Uh, uh, Tom Lennon, the this. guy in the shorts, uh, uh, and I went off and did Viva for a couple of seasons. Then we did a pilot. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> then we did uh, a, the pilot for Reno, which Fox didn't buy, sat on the shelf for several years. Then uh, finally Comedy Central bought it. And then here we are. It sat on the shelf for several years. I didn't. Jason, did you know that? No, I didn't know that. No idea. So well, ori- originally, inspiring. The, the pilot originally was supposed to be a sketch show. They, it was a written sketch show, and we hired the cast you see today on on Reno. We hired them to do a sketch show that had nothing to do with cops at all. Towards, we got closer to the time when it was going to be time to to shoot this this pilot, and we realized the network is not into this idea anymore. So let's just quickly completely flip the script and let's do a spoof of cops because it's on their network. So we'll rent some uniforms real quick, pick some name tags and we'll improvise it because we don't have time to write a script. So we did that. We shot the pilot and they were like, that's great. No, thank you. And (laughs) Doug Herzog, who was one of the heads over there at Fox at the time left and went to comedy central. So a few years later he called and said, Hey, remember that pilot you did for us years ago? We could use it over here. Strangely enough, 
he's now at Quibi. So he's bought it three times now. <laughs> That's amazing. Fans. But this yeah. is what I'm saying. You you develop when you do the work. It's like, whether you like Dave Matthews or not, we talk about this a lot. He was always on tour, right? I don't know what comedian said that, but he was the guy always on tour. You guys put in these decades of work. You develop fans. Some of these fans end up becoming very powerful people in this business. And they go, yeah, you know what? You crack me up. Let's put this on. Now, yeah. in another life, you have, besides the movies that you're making from it, you get this other life on Quibi. How do you guys now, I guess improv, it's easy, right? Ten minutes, quick, in and out. You can you can do the stories real fast. But yeah, we have the whole it? season in ten minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, that we, one loaded we, up, didn't you, Carrie? We just shot a season while you and I were talking. Right. This is oh, all. There's another. Um, <laughs> no, it is so much quicker. We didn't think we could do improv. We were terrible at improv when we did the state. We tried it, but like the improv games and stuff, leave it to the UCB. We were atrocious. So when we started doing this, we just didn't have time to write a script. But but for for me, improvising in character is a whole different animal. So. You know, our theory is always, you know, video is cheap and we'll just knock this off in, tw in 20 minutes. If it isn't funny, we just won't use it, you know, so you never. And then we do end up often using pretty much everything that fell on the floor. We, our editors are amazing. We scoop it together and make something out of this. Yeah, I have a taser in my butt. It's classic, guys. It's classic comedy. Uh, comedy 101. I believe Carol Burnett said uh, anything stuck in your butt. Always funny. <laughs> I think I was pregnant here, and my Are son really? is 15 now. Yeah. You have, I was you, pregnant you for a whole the season. Same. Oh, I had a lot of face. There was a lot of face there. <laughs> whole lot of face. Oh, I love this. That was not easy to get He's off of time. He's just Tom. so red. Yeah. How red he is. <laughs> yeah. So everything starts on Sorry. Reno as just a note card, yes. and this note card was just uh dangles tanning bed accident and that's all we know and then we just improvise from there so that's how you build the episodes is from a note card yeah and no dialogue is written uh except when we do the wow. psas in front of a green screen those are written and we don't let the uh cast see them until we're shooting <laughs> while we shoot and we do one take so that they're really stilted and, and awkward but everything else is improvised so what about day players you hire, though? Like, how do they oh, fit in? Well, we wouldn't have a show without, you know, Ron Funches, yeah. for example. That, that I mean, that's yeah. who the show is, is our guests. And um, when when Ron. the world before the apocalypse, what we would do is have people come in and oh. an audition. And we would say, did you call the cops or were the cops called on you? And we would improvise with them. And if it was a character we liked or something that fit in, we'd throw up a card and say, great, come Monday. What size shoes do you wear? You know? <laughs> Just because we always like to give people shoes as a as a parting gift. Um, no, but, nice, actually. you know, it's people often <laughs> say at the end, like, God, that was the easiest, quickest, most fun thing to do, because there's not we don't you know, you're not sitting in your trailer for hours and, you know, we're blocking and whatever. It's like, you know, throw on your tank top and run out here and somebody throws shit at you. And here's your check. <laughs> you're good to go. The wrap party's on Tuesday. Sorry, we're watching a clip with live human cargo just on a styrofoam box. It was just, you know, one of those coolers. Just Oh, now he's rolling over wherever the organ was. She is. Oh, my God, it's you. I mean, it's been 10 years since we did this. And, you know, we, we did the pilot in 2000. So we've been doing this for so many years that I, lo I look back and I'm like, oh, wait, what's going to happen? Oh, wait, oh, that's me. Oh, what, oh, what, what am I going to do? Well, there's so many. She records her own funeral uh, uh, video in this, this particular scene. So she's talking to everybody if, as if she's uh, at her own funeral. But she disguises it as a sex tape. So people actually put it in the, in the, in the, the video play. Yeah, so always just desperate for attention. <laughs> so... Yeah, go, Jeff. I, I was actually born and raised in uh, Sparks, Nevada. So more power to you. Right. And and I, my opinion is always that you guys actually you parody Reno in such a way where it actually looks like it's better than it is. Like there's oh, a lot worse things that are going on in Reno at all times. And, and, and because you get to film in Southern California for most of the stuff in the valley instead of uh, in Reno, it also is much greener. Um, yes, so oh, I, we've heard that. Believe me, all the bloggers, they love to say, like, there's no palm trees in Reno. Um, we've given up trying to no. make it look like Reno. We've never been. Like, we went one time to shoot, you know, some interstitial stuff, yeah. and um, and we don't go. Not that we don't love Reno, obviously, you know, 
thank God for Reno, we wouldn't have a show. But just that it's not practical. Yeah, we can no. here and just say it's Reno. This no, is when totally. I sold my baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, what, what happened was we realized that, oh, you know, I'm pregnant in real life and you couldn't hide it because I gained 750 pounds, I think. <laughs> so we had to obviously Weigel had to be pregnant for a season. But then we thought, oh, my God, Weigel can't have a baby like everyone will be worried, which what's going to happen to this baby. We got to get rid of this baby. Oh, so what do you, we sold him. Yeah. <laughs> Sheriff's Department now by this baby. I mean, okay, so you didn't approach like being on Quibi is really just the same thing as when you got the call for going on Comedy Central. It's just getting back together, putting on the shorts and the pants, and writing the note cards, right? If anything, it's been easier. Uh, the episodes are shorter, which doesn't really change anything for us because at its core, it's oh my god, John Ross Bowie and Jamie Denbo. Um, they were one of my only quarantine visits we've had. I love them to death. Anyway, um, so nice to hear. It's it's the same. It's it's uh you know it's just it's a sketch show really. Reno is so it's just we shot less. Um, and yeah, same thing. Got the cards, but I would say it was actually easier this time because we were able to you know we. I mean, I should hope we know what we're doing. We started doing it 20, almost 20 years ago. So it's like, it's not brain surgery. And clearly, I mean, look what's happening on the screen. I mean, yeah, lots of funny. Okay, so so there's no shot of you slowing up on this. You're going forward. Is Quibi, is there any new stuff coming out? Like, what are we, are we looking well, at stuff? Or are you guys off doing other things? Right now, we're... Uh, just yesterday, new episodes started streaming on Quibi. I think we have 13 new episodes. So they're the first three, I think, are up right now. Maybe four, I'm not sure. But yeah, there's a whole new season on Quibi right now. And it's it rolls out each day or something. I don't know how the kids do it these days. But there's new episodes on Quibi. It's a perfect time if someone's looking to try out Quibi. They can get the first two seasons now of your, no, it's, your Reno Nine One. Technically, it's one season, but they they kind of broke it into two parts. Uh, with me here. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> going for two. I'm giving more more content. Listen, but I, hear I don't know. I don't know how. Listen, there's a lot of episodes we can get. Listen, go on to Quibi. You'll see all the funny people in the outfits doing pretending to be police people. <laughs> No, it's really great. You and can actually, quote me that, on that. That first and that first episode has Ron Funches in it. They, they, he's standing. Yes, yes, he does. That was Puppies a fell asleep. That was. Puppies oh fell asleep. God, the f I don't know if I can swear on this. You can, you can swear on it. Swear, the please. fucking puppies fell asleep. Killed yeah. me. <laughs> Killed me too. <laughs> Killed me too. It's like, nah, nah, it's no big deal. The puppies fell asleep. That's, <laughs> the, that's the A-team right there. Yeah, it, it's no joke. Um, so, so now you have a little downtime? Are you still working? Are you putting together things or are you just taking the moment? You know, I've been doing a lot of press stuff, which is weird nice. from my home office, but I'm doing that. I um somehow got nominated for two emmys this year so somehow. a lot of a lot of this stuff and you know um trying to stay out in the world while staying inside my home um and uh and then uh, you know a couple other fun things coming up that i don't know if i'm supposed to talk about yet but th there's a lot of stuff going on it's i'm, I'm happy i'm what happy talk about <laughs> i'm as happy as i can be with the world ending are you are you a little sad? You're are they going to give virtual gift bags at the Emmys this year? I mean, like what yeah, they're like here you go. Stuff? Here, just <laughs> click on it, and it's just a gif. It's like yay! You this won. is what you would have got. Yeah, yeah. you would have got. Here's your Emmys steak that you would have had at the party. Look. <laughs> Are, are you, I mean, have they told you anything about like how they're going to be doing all this this year? And, and, you know, with the nominees, are you guys sitting in a green room like this? No, uh, this my, this category, because it's short form comedy, is the Creative Arts Emmys, which is usually televised. But this mm. year it's going to be a live stream. So we'll be in our pajamas watching from home. Yeah, I, Cliff, I think you're uh, I think you're hosting those Emmys, right? Like the I, I, they, live they, I'm just trying to sew up the deal. I mean, like, okay, not, let's do it. Yeah, they just won't include a $15 per diem. If they will, I'm in. I'm very cheap, by the way, Carrie. Let's not get crazy, Cliff. But um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. It's the first time I've ever been nominated, so I'm kind of blown away. I really, really am. Well, no one over here is surprised in any way, shape, or form. I mean, this is something where we watch you all the time for years and years, and it's like... I can't even say it really because I know I'm not being an interviewer right now. I'm not really being a host, but you've really made me happy a lot. Wow. And, that's yeah. huge. Thank you. Yeah. You really Thank have. You've, you. you've made shitty days a lot better. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I feel right now in the world, like 
God, we really all need to, to have some moments of laughter. It's so important. I mean, I have to, I, I mean, I would, I, yeah. I think I would have just, I already wouldn't be sitting here with you. And, and that's why I have to have these things on deck. I know Jason and I, Jason, we talk about this, about, I have your show, uh, some American dads, like just things ready to uh, go because I have to, when days are shitty, I'm like, you know what? I, I just need to laugh right now. Yeah. Very well, fast. go on Quibi and now on Quibi, you can <laughs> cast it to your TV. So you don't have to just watch oh, on you your phone. You can cast it to your TV and um oh, and it's it's all everything. new stuff i i personally feel i feel like i can confidently say this is our best work we've ever done so i'm really proud of this season we're, we're all really proud of it i i i can't thank you enough for being here and i mean i gotta tell you again if you're not watching this you haven't seen this on quibi reno 911 you can get your free trial just start watching this thing you will not stop jace no, it's, it's it's super good, and if you have well, any... Jason's um, like, no, I disagree. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Jason's you guys want right. a real Reno? I'll take you the real Reno. Come on, I got I got some meth labs Jason's I can tour you, and it, it is not that funny in there, guys. It is no, pretty no damn dangerous. Oh, my God. Oh. All right, well, Carrie, thank you for being here. Everybody, watch Reno 911 on Quibi, please. Congratulations on the dual Emmy noms. Will you please come back after you win and tell us what pajamas you wore? Okay, okay. Yeah, will you wear the same pajamas? You just jinxed it, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I did Thank not, so I much. swear. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just Thank you, Carrie Kenny Silver, Reno 911. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, listen to all the fans. Yes, they love you. You're <laughs> loved. You're beloved. You're thank beloved. You guys. Thank, thank you. Oh, thank you, Carrie. Bye. Um, I, I was a little, I have to admit, I was even a little, uh, I can't. It's a little tongue tied. Like, you know, when you I, talk I, to somebody that you like, I, just like watch for all those years, like, like yeah. one of my first comedy crushes, like just in the be, be, like purely like just made me laugh, and I'm like, yeah, just because she's hysterical, hysterical, right? And on top of it, you know, there is something, and and we have spoken about this in the past that is it's an emotional bond that mm-hmm. comes like if if something shitty happened, even if you don't form an emotion towards the shitty thing that happened later. Mm-hmm. The second you can watch a scene like with Carrie in it, for example, and Thomas, and like, you know, and you just start cracking up and you're like, all right, things aren't that bad. You develop, at least I can speak for myself, an emotional bond with the performers and the material that you don't have maybe with other stuff that you really love. Right. Well, and I think that to another to to another extent, too, like when sometimes and it's this has happened now with with Carrie and with Ron for me, especially. But, you know, and even with with Gilbert and a lot of these people, I know them in my head in my heart a little bit like i've seen them enough times and i've watched enough of their episodes and i've seen kind of all the things they did like right. like i feel like i know them just a little bit more than they know who i am so it's like wait we we already connected you just don't know it yet in a weird sort of creepy that sounds scary and stalkery which is not how i mean to sound but no it's very true remember when we did the interview uh, on the cliff dorfman show with johnny silverman yeah absolutely. and remember the first time i met johnny i walked up to him i was like no we went to camp together man like we know each other like right. i wasn't like you're johnny silverman the actor from brighton beach Memories. i was like dude you're, you're a jewish guy from long island we know each other like what are you talking about it was creepy he's like no i'm telling you i did not go to camp with you <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you say. You Fair have enough. this emotional connection Absolutely. where, you know, it's a little creepy because you know their work. You know every you know, their their emotional artistry. Absolutely. And they, you know, yeah, know you they've, made you laugh. Well, they've also taken you through some like you said, they've made taken you through some potentially difficult times or at least been there to cheer you up when you're feeling a little blue. Like they're kind oh, of they've sure. they've been your your you know, like I mean your tomato soup and a grilled cheese sandwich on a rainy day. <sighs> More than once. So, uh, again, you know, and that's the thing, you know, in the past I've been, you know, this is the thing I said about Quibi, and and I stand by what I said about Quibi, though, now, now, you can uh, put it on your screen, on the TV, that, that, that changes things. Yep. You know, and. Just for me. It does. It changes things for me. You know, honestly, I, I watched the, the, the thing, the Reno 911 actually plays a really good, like, or this kind of stuff. Perfect show. Because it is a sketch show, right? So you instead of having six sketches in an episode, you have two. And you still get a full, you know, it's a full sketch. It's a full living, breathing thing. It's just not right. six sketches. It's awesome. Oh, by the way, Listen, I found this, I, which was really funny when she said it. I tried to get it out there. So you were born. <laughs> From the clue, yeah. I tried to play it like I was talking. That's our long form. So you That's our long. You need to just, you know, pump the brain. Not like... <laughs> 
Not like still, but pump them. Well, listen, just pump them. Yeah, but listen, this is the thing. I could have done a long farm. I'd like to do a long farm oh, there and too. really find out the roots at NYU and yeah. what the comedy troupe oh, was called when you story. started, what clubs, and also being the only female around 10 dudes, yeah. and you're all still best friends and professional compatriots. Yeah. You know, I mean, again... I, here's the thing. I, I actually, I have to admit, and I'm a little sad that I did it. I treaded a little lightly with her because I was a little in awe. And I could have asked some more questions. Like, what was it like being the only woman with 10 guys? Like, I wanted to in my brain. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to ask these things. And then she was in front of me. I was like, you're funny. <laughs> no, I, I feel the same way. Because uh, one of the things I wanted to ask, and, um, you know, mostly because this is comedy and stuff, is Get just her ask her how to be a police officer in this time. Like, if that's gotten weird at all during... Uh, you know. That's interesting that you say that. I would have liked to. You see, these are some good questions, like we're armchair quarterbacks Monday morning. Yeah, well, morning. it's this also like this anyone. is the whole thing when you're like, oh, you're so funny, and she just cracked it. You know, it's so disarming and so funny that it's, you know, it's always a little bit tricky. But Oh, but it doesn't usually happen to me. Yeah, That's the thing. Now, I'm sitting here like I wish I did. And no. Okay, so we're going to move on from it. Yeah, but I will say, yeah, go ahead. Uh, real quick, did you uh, get any shopping done yesterday? I was just curious if you were able to do it. Oh, any, yeah. Uh, Listen, first of all, the thing just happened with my chair again. But I yeah. went, okay, here we go. Let me tell you something. So I went on the Mac Weldon website after I got my, you know, code and, and everything to buy, you know, my free stuff. I spent more than. No, did you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent much more than I had. I was like buying things for Dylan. I was like, pick out a shirt. I'm like, this stuff is so, I mean, the selection. And by the way, the pants, the four ply shorts. I got a pair of those. Um, I got, there was the cashmere, you know, thing. That that V that was almost like a V pullover. Oh yeah, that thing I, looks nice. The no show socks. Nice. Got several pairs of those. I got what else did I get? I got uh, oh I got the the I said the pants right the yep. the um, but also I got uh, oh the t shirts the four ply. Um, well I I was gonna get the hoodie and I had already spent so much money <laughs> <laughs> that that I was like it's kind of hot out still yep. and I got ninety hoodies yep. so no. But the second like October hits, that hoodie's in the in that the closet. Yeah, yeah, I picked but up. But I spent well over. Go ahead. I picked up the swim trunks. I got some of the socks. Oh, I wanted those. Which ones? The long board shorts or the yeah, shorter the board ones? Shorts. Yeah, because I got the, the pool oh, now, so I got two hot. pairs of those. So I can basically, so I can just swap them at the pool. Like that's all you need. Nobody. We don't talk about this inside the house if they're not listening. But when everybody goes to bed, Jason goes outside and. And does it. Naked uh, swims. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so what, I just have to have mean? a... Why do you have a pool if you're not Yeah, naked exactly. Swim? Well, and, you know, we need to make the fence just a little bit taller because my neighbors get a full peak of uh, a full peekaboo of Santa Claus, you know. I, I, and, yeah, you know, listen. I'm, you know, Santa, Santa's <laughs> out there doing his get thing. Get some hedges. But, yeah. Get some yeah. hedges, man. Just but, buy a few uh, hedges. So I got... But I have to have a pair of shorts that are out there so I can make it back in just in case. And I have to have a, a pair of shorts... You know, <laughs> Stephanie's like, um, <laughs> see, yeah, yeah. that's what I was laughing about on reality shows. Like when someone's cheating on their girlfriend or boyfriend on the show and they're like, oh, we can't tell anybody. I'm like, dude, dude, you're being filmed. Yeah. <laughs> the we thing's going to come out. A lot of that uh, big brother show. Um, half okay, the stop, reason I watch it. Stop. Stop. We're going to talk about this because of you and our friendship. Uh -huh. I decided to do something I never do, which is I'm going to give this big brother thing a shot. All right, before we get there, let's finish this uh, conversation about underpants and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, we will. Uh, we'll get there. I, okay. I'm going to tell you, you got the orange ones, the board shorts? The, yep, I got the board shorts, yep. But in that orange color? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ones on that, that <clears> first page, yep. Right, well, that's also what I like, though, why I brought that up is because when I was getting my stuff, first of all, the sizing chart is great. Because yep. it's it, it, everything is telling me exactly what the size is and how their stuff fits. On top of it, though, the color selection it's not only like, you know, being able to click on it and you see the color immediately. It's very user friendly. But on top of it, their colors are interesting. Oh, yeah. They've got some. They had a camo sock, a gray and black camo sock. I mean, the no show sock. I, I got a couple of those. You know what I mean, like this is what I'm saying. They have they have smart, smart stuff. And it also looks like I don't have to take it off for a long time. No, you can leave it on forever. You just you just put your butt in the freezer for a little while and they just clean right up. <laughs> Listen. Oh, I got my kid one of the shirts. He got he liked the stripes. Uh -huh. You know, I got him one of those. Uh, it was it wasn't the four way. It was like the true knit. Oh yeah, yeah. Am I saying that right? Is that what I think called? I am? I think it's called true knit. Um, but more importantly, it's again, it's this thing we were talking about the proprietary thing. That's what kind of gets me going. 
Yeah, I just can't. Is wait. the comfy uh, chemicals that they use to make this compound that is Mac Weldon. Oh, you're going to be so happy when you get this stuff. Uh-huh. It's coming like tomorrow. They said the 27th to the 28th. That was like for free. Sh- By the way, okay, there's the difference. We were talking about that hair dye company, right? Uh, the free shipping took two weeks, right? Mack Weldon's free shipping, it barely is. It's coming tomorrow, basically, if not the day after. Yeah, it's, it's right away. I'm really free. interested. Yeah, 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 it's amazing. I'm really interested in these Airnet shirts. I, ha- I, I picked one of these Ooh, up, too. I got one of those. I'm, I'm really excited. I, ha- I, haven't, I don't have an Airnet, so this is going to be nice. I'm gonna, I'll let you know how that one is, too. Yeah, I'm gonna wear it on the, I'm wear it on the show because I, I think it's gonna be super comfortable. Um, all right, yeah, so, so people go. can get this starburnsaudio.com/slash or sorry macweldon.com/slash starburns, <laughs> macweldon.com/slash starburns, offer code starburns. Fill it out, get it in there, twenty percent off. There's some great stuff in there. Macweldon.com/slash starburns, offer code starburns. And if you're like me, <clears throat> and you're a little technically challenged. <laughs> Then the little place to put in Starburns, because I had to text Jason, like, I don't see it. I don't see where there's a little place to put in the little name. And it's right there. It's just right underneath where it says your total. There's a little thing that says gift code or whatever. So you just click on it. It's right there in case you're like me. I'm just helping you because this is what happened to me. (laughs) Mac Weldon. But by the way, it's very simple. It's very easy. I'm just like, as I'm texting him, just because I like being annoyed, I guess. And then I'm like, oh, no, wait, I see it. I literally stopped in the middle of the text. I'm like, no, I got it. I, it's me. I'm dumb. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm saying. All right. Mac Macweldon. Uh, Macweldon.com slash Starburns, and then type in Starburns in that little area I told awesome. you to. 20% off. I buy yourself a t-shirt. See if you don't like it. Yeah, uh, you'll like it. You'll like it. And if you don't right. like it, you're, you, there, there's something wrong with your skin. And you need to go yeah. to the doctor immediately. Uh, yeah, you have a sensitivity to, you're, issue. You're, you're, you're allergic to feeling good. You're like one of those military people that can't sleep on a pillow anymore and have to sleep on a rock because you're so used to it. Yeah, it's like uh, Dostoevsky in Crime and Punishment, the lead character, <laughs> literally rolled up his clothes to use as a pillow because yeah. he didn't deserve a pillow. Yeah, exactly. Because he was he such a criminal. That yeah, was his that, punishment. That's you. You don't deserve Mac Weldon. You're three strikes, no Mac Weldon for you. If you um, rolled up Mac yeah. Weldon, though, it wouldn't really be a punishment. <laughs> and use it as a pillow. No, all right, let's you, get off this. Right. Mac Weldon, go buy stuff. Starburns, put it in. I, I, really? Just because we're getting free stuff, I'm telling you, you will love this stuff. All right, now I'm stopping. All right. So you saw, you watched Big Brother? Is that what I'm hearing? Okay, right so now? this is what I was going to say. Well, what you're hearing is because of our friendship and how much I love your family, Stephanie and Sarah. I was like, all right, I'm going to. This is a new season. It's quarantine. I'm going to just... Let's go. For Jason, I'm going to give this a shot because I know he loves this so we can talk about it on the show because that'll make you happy. I wouldn't say, okay, but okay, let's go. Let's go. I want to hear this. Okay, so, and then I watched it, or at least I started watching it. And first of all, <laughs> and first of all, I mean, okay, you have to count me a little out because these are all stars. I'm doing air, the proper use of air quotes, people, all stars. Right. These are all stars. And now all stars, they won or didn't win. By the way, most of them did not win. They came most in second or second or third. Yeah. Right. So these are not all stars. These are losers. But yeah. that being said, they're close losers. Yeah. It's like and, first place is the prize. Second place is an unemployment check. What? Yeah. Oh, and one thing I also know, because this is a COVID season, three of the people who are winners that would have been on the show were removed for um, testing, either testing or uh, positive. For insane? For COVID. Oh, for COVID. Right. For so. Wait, Brain but I'm going to say something else now. So here's the, here's the other thing. Put that aside because I can still take them because if I don't know the backstories of the show, they give you a nice, they do, a, CBS does a nice job of catching you up. Oh, wait, 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 what is he saying? Only two winners among them. Steph, I know, I agree. This is what I'm saying. So, but here's the kicker for me, right? This is the kicker. Every single one of these guys' stories, their press stories, you know, as you see the walk up to like, here's the first four, here's the second four. Yo, I don't want to see your happy marriage. I don't want to see your kids. I want to see you in a bikini or a Speedo, dude. I don't want to see how happy you are being a dad. I want to know that some people are going to be cheating and getting naked and there's a whole bunch of drama. And when you're all, every single one of you is talking about how family and children change your life, I, I swear my dick crept back into my body and, and hid inside my stomach i think that's part I mean, of the reason yeah you know that i think that's part of the reason with the, the um, or problem with this whole all-stars thing is because you're getting some yes. people like this show's been on 
almost as long as Reno 911 has been on, right? <laughs> right. So like, right. so there's 22 seasons, which means there's 20. I, it means 21 years because there's one season with double, right? Mm-hmm. 22 seasons. That means this has been around since about 2000 because I like I maybe I miscounted a little bit, but two seasons For happened. Sure, but let's just time. go one, with that. One in 2000. And, anyway, uh, it's a couple of decades. Yeah, right. So some of these right. guys that are like happily married, they were, they were on in 2006, 2007. Yeah. So it's been 13 years since they've been on. And now they're much more boring now. You know, they used to you be part of the wrong people. people. Yeah, yeah. Like I was when I and I'm still watching. Don't get me wrong, but I can't remember any of their names. Yeah. Not one of them standing Now You guys know them because you're, you know, true blue fans. Right. Right. Which we respect, by the way. But like, I remember like Showtime used to have the 24 seven big brother cams and everyone was having sex. You know, it was like if you didn't like the show, you could still jerk off to it. It's like there's nothing left here. This is a shell of itself. Am I wrong here? Because you guys are fans. Tell me what you're feeling. Well, (laughs) I can tell you there's better cams for sex these days. What's really (laughs) changed in this world is there's plenty of live cams to watch real sex. Yeah, but Um, they're not actual game contestants. Right, where they're not game contestants. They they do it a lot better, honestly. They will do it a lot better, and they'll also do what you tell them. Um, You you can type it in, and for a certain number of jewels or coins or roses or whatever it is, you can get them to do whatever you want them to do. So that that part aside, um, obviously Stephanie says there's not a lot of showmances, um, and... And, and that just, that always and it's a thing, but she's welcoming this as yeah. a, as a true blue fan. She's saying, I actually like this now as someone who's coming on this. And then I'm going to let you speak again because I just can't stop no. is uh, as a newbie, right? I feel the, the drama, now, forget about the, if you don't have showmances, forget about the sex or the cams or any of that, you know, uh, sexy stuff that goes with it. You do not have as dramatic, uh, alliances. Mm-hmm. They don't well, have the same impact. The gravitas well, is not there. Well, and I think there's a couple other problems with it, too. I think when you have these all-star guys, they all know each other, right? It's just like any other reality show. It's just like right. the real world or the road rules or any of them. They all friends, or at least they're, they all have to go to the same parties and the same whatever, you know, meetups or conventions or whatever. All these people know each other. So there's a pretty good chance that all of them talked before the show started. So they already made alliances. Right. They've already got a game plan kind of going. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> my wife kind of talking about the marriages and stuff because it is true. There's a lot of marriages that have actually lasted from this show because they are stuck well, yeah, together. They don't for all last the- on The Bachelor. No, these guys last because these guys are stuck together every di- minute, every day for three months. Um, but, but so th- what I have a real problem with this season of more than anything is it's kind of just boring because nothing is happening. Like the the the, the most athletic is happening. The most athletic person wins the game kicks the people that they planned off and they don't make any changes. There's no swerves. There's no, yeah, this person's no, like, like oh in my a back. God, they screwed Nobody's, that person over. No, but there's no backstabbing. There's none of that. It's like, this yeah. is the person I'm going after. This is what happens. This is what ends. Every other season. There's like, especially when there's showmances or new people that don't know exactly yes. what to do. There's actually things that happen where people are like, make bad decisions or make really crazy good decisions. This one, it's just like, all right. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like probably like watching people play Scrabble really well, right? They know all the words that are going to be there. They're going to use their whole rack every single fucking time. And you're like, oh, great. Another 50 word score. Right. Who yeah, gives a shit? Fun. Nobody's going to go fuck around with it, you know? This is what I'm saying, though. And by the way, uh, you know, listen, what it does is it makes me hopeful for humanity. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it doesn't make for good TV. Yeah. And, and this is this is where, like, hey, I, this is a stupid question, but they've done a uh, celebrity Big Brother, right? They've done, they've done two. Who's been on them? Uh, Tom Green, uh, Tamar Braxton, uh, Stephanie will know. There, there's like uh, uh, a Joey so Lawrence. Like, oh, so uh, the, all these celebrities who are on the brink of doing porn right. <laughs> do Big Brother. Yeah, huh? there's, there's been a couple like, I, oh, um, what's his face? The, uh, uh, the Mooch, Scaramucci from uh, like uh, the press secretary for Donald Trump was on for like two days. I don't know who that is, but that oh. name is just. Oh, yeah. The Mooch. I mean, yeah, I mean it, that sounds like a Jersey Shore contestant. It doesn't sound um, like a press they secretary. Ha- they have oh he 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 was completely. That's exactly who he was. That's why it was so hilarious. Yeah, we had him on like um, hiring uh, all reality. comedy dog. Um, we had Ross Matthews. Let's see. I'm just going to give you a couple names of some of the people that were on that cast. Lolo these Jones, are not celebrities. Runner, Shannon Shannon Elizabeth, Mark McGrath. Uh, okay, they're a celebrity. Ryan, Ryan Lochte. Uh, I mean, Keisha Knight Pullum, uh, Chuck Liddell. Uh, Metal World okay, Peace, oh. um, Brandy Glanville, uh, Dina Lohan, Amarosa. Uh, I mean, we can stop. 
Kato <laughs> Kalen. Well, why would, oh, wouldn't boy. we can say Kato Kalen's name? It's worse. Let's end it on Kato. <laughs> right, those of you who don't know, look it up. Um, yeah, so this is my biggest problem with it. Um, I feel like there is no, uh, there's no there there. Like even like the. Um, <clears throat> The opening thing where they're moving the ball on that big, you know, like it's like a wheel wheelbarrow maze, you know, oh, yeah. where I got to get the ball on the proper answer to the question, like in the opening quest. Uh, it was like, okay, I'm watching these morons just move this. Thing. And they're probably very nice people, by the way. I don't mean that they're morons. Like I'm saying it like this is not the best use. Like you're making them look like morons moving these things around. Like you could use these people's uh, intelligence quotient better. Yep. Oh, no. I mean, the... the um the we fast forward through a lot of that stuff because the, the part at this point that's interesting is them talking with each other and actually trying to organize the game. But even that's really boring this year because there's no real game to be played. Everybody's just already set on a path. And uh, we watched it. You know, Stephanie you and I, Stephanie and I watched a couple seasons this summer that I actually really enjoyed because we just skipped all that game stuff because it's really boring. Like that sh- is a show so that knows boring. how knows how to really just extend an hour of tv into you know extend 15 minutes into 60 right <laughs> right it's a and great I, it's a great show on quibi yeah it would be a great show on quibi just like yeah. the game was one you know and um and you know there's been a few you know there's a few twists but my my daughter also hates it she my daughter and my wife watch survivor together which i'm not a huge fan of um and um but but my daughter just says they're just so much smarter on that show. And there's actually things that people actually are playing something smart. And she yeah, just I hates how dumb her. everybody is. I agree with her. Listen, I don't watch Survivor either. I'm kind of over it. But the mm-hmm. truth is, I mean, you know, at least they're in some peril. You yeah. know, there's some like these people are locked in a mansion. You know, it's like a studio hangar, you know, right. uh, that's a mansion. And um, they got a pool. They got like jacuzzis. They got all the food they want. There's craft service. Anything that happens is taken care of. At least in Survivor, especially when they're going for the uh, challenges, it's you know there's an element of like they've already been starving. You know they're, they're you know they're not Bear Grylls where they're faking it. By the way, did you see this uh, race thing now that's on Amazon with Bear Grylls being the host? No, I'll it's have like to the eco this. race. Oh no, I have not. It's like the, the eco challenge, like the world's toughest race or something. Oh, I started watching it and I said this could be good. Is uh, if, if Zach Efron's not a part of it, I don't want to watch it. I mean, listen, if Zach Efron's not a part of anything, you know, I, it's mostly how I, I, I um, pick my cinema. <laughs> Charlie Cloud. I mean, it just rolls in the DVD on oh, auto. <laughs> yeah, it's like an auto piano with Charlie Cloud. I give him some credit for what is it? That, uh, was it? Uh... I give Zach, Zach Braff. What's his name? Zach, Zach Efron. Zach Efron, a lot of credit. Yeah, By the way, really fun. And he's a very nice guy. I, I just don't let someone pay you to travel all over the world and tell us how we could be better eco people. <laughs> That's all. Don't yep. do that. Don't do that. Be a movie star. Be a TV star. Be one of the best looking shredded guys in the world who's got talent. Don't do that, man. Don't grow your beard and go fly around on Netflix dime telling us how we can be better. Remember when they caught him smoking crack down in a. No, uh, that happened. Ten City. I wait. Was there a problem? You can tell me this. Was there something that happened where someone got hit over the head with a bottle? Um, where? I think in Ten City. Tell me. Oh, tell me about. Tell me I if anyone was Zac Efron. Put in Zac Efron and like hitting the head with a bottle. Oh, okay. Let me look. I think so because he got. He was. He was. Yeah, that's my back. buddy. That's my buddy who's with him in security. My my friend, good friend, who's his guy, and I think he was the one who got hit in the head. It wasn't Zach. I, that's why I'm saying like he just told me about it, and I like his stories go in one ear and out the other, and I'm like, okay, that's nice. I guess I love him. I love him to death, but I don't give a fuck about Zach Efron. Did so, Zach have a new report claims did not slip on a puddle when he broke his jaw, but fell into a glass table after a night of partying. That's what I've seen so far. But that was these were all really yeah, long time ago. This is probably ten years. No, Zach Efron throws a bottle at homeless people. They respond right. by beating him up. Right, 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 right. This yeah, is back. So my buddy was with him when that happened. Yeah, that was back in like 2013. Trying to protect 14. him. He really cleaned himself up. I'll give him some credit. And he keeps those abs tight. Like nobody has tighter abs than Zac Efron. Like most people have great abs, but he has tight abs. Like he not only are his abs strong, but also mm, like together and very pumped. Podcasts where two grown ass men can talk about another man's tight, tight abs. abs. Oh, yeah, but let, let, let's say this drug addiction is not the worst way to get your abs tight. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, you know, if you're looking for a good way to slim down, drugs are definitely one choice. <laughs> definitely a choice. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. but this guy, he always looked great. It didn't matter what, you know, what he was doing. It's oh, like, yeah. just keep doing that. Again, don't, 
don't don't fly around and tell me how to be a better person, man. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you know what? I have enough issues in my life without having to hear that from Zac Efron and being that pretty when you do it. No, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. uh, moving on, I think. We're Are we moving on? on? Are we moving on? Yes. I was going to tell you that, um, you did you, did you see, we finally got a box office this month or this, this week, last week. So what's going on? Tell me. Cause I, so, I can't even know if I can stomach this yet. So tell me what's So happening. the box office is back, movies. right? So we yeah, had movies that came out last week. <laughs> um, any, any guesses? What was number one, number two, all that fun stuff. Tell me what came out again. Oh, crap, one, two, or three. Tell me what they okay, were. Okay, so I remember we, we couple... went through the list. All right, let me grab this back up by mm -hmm. all the things that are out there. Uh, so movies that have just come out were um, uh, there was like two, right? There was right. this the one about David Copperfield, and yeah, that we uh, talked about and Unhinged, the original and... David Copperfield, not the Vegas Copperfield. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's about I mean, it. Unhinged. Yeah. And Unhinged, you can also. But by the way, Unhinged is on my Apple. I can buy it. Yep. Is it now? It wasn't last week. I think right now it is. Pretty sure I saw an advertisement for it. Could have been uh, a pre-sale, but I was pretty sure. So if I had to guess, I would say unhinged. Unhinged. Yeah. Unhinged won the weekend. Uh, it by, was the, by what? <laughs> it was the it was the biggest weekend for mm -hmm. um, a movie in about fourteen weeks um, uh, that ended with. Uh, with the biggest movie being that uh, that Pixar movie about the where Chris Pratt has a sword, um, but he got made four million dollars last week in the movie theaters. I mean, now in any other time frame, that is a an abomination. Yep, but consider is that even worth the, this the, the, them opening? That's what I that's what I want to know. Is that even worth being? Uh, doing this stuff, but they, they actually right. did it. And that was, that's the, that's like 20 times the gross of last week. So it's like, how many screens, um, about a quarter of the screens that they normally publish on. Um, so a quarter, like, so like 800, yeah, less than that. I'm, I think less it's than that. Less. Yep. So on 600, let's say 600 screens somewhere around there, mm -hmm. they did $4 million. See, I keep doing it with this thing. I got I'm going to have to get a new chair, Jason. Yep. Cause the way that button is, it's just right by my heel and I'm way too hyper. So that heel is just hitting that button. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about 600 screens, right? So the per screen average is pittance. And on top of it, I, I can't imagine it's worth staying open no matter how much you're charging for concessions. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm wrong. It was 1,800 screens and they made four, so four million. So half. They went half of what they normally open with on a big like Avengers or whatever release. Yep. So 1,800 screens at four. Right. So it's like one the, person per the, movie theater. What did the not Vegas Copperfield make? Oh, let me look. Uh, Copperfield. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Dan, you're right. It's a start, but not a lot. I, I mean, is it a start, though? I mean, I feel like, again, when you're rolling out movies like that, it's not the way to start it. I feel like that's telling people it's over. More than it's telling people it's 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 hey, here we go. Let's, ra you know, let's uh, ramp this up. I don't feel like that's what's happening. No, I mean. You know, uh, SpongeBob, you know, and we know that how popular SpongeBob these days are. SpongeBob right. Sponge on the Run made 550,000. It was the second biggest movie of last weekend. Um, That's the gap? Yeah, yeah. There's um, a three and a half million dollar gap between the two, one and two films? Yeah. Uh, the fourth biggest this movie of uh, 2020 week uh, last week, The Goonies. Uh, oh, re-released? Re-released 260,000. Star Wars made 230. Uh, Empire Strikes Back made 230. So then you go back to regular movies that are just came out. The Tax Collector made 123. The Rental, that uh, Dave Franco movie, made 93,000. What did I say? Did you see the stars on that? Um, Stick to acting, Dave Franco. It, did you see the stars? It, it was like got more, it, two and a half stars. No, two and a half no, stars. No, it's no, number no. eleven. It was number eleven. So you're you're talking by the time you get to the eleventh biggest movie of last week, you're talking um, ninety three thousand dollars. Right now, they could be making a fortune on downloads. A hundred percent. This this right. is only this is only theaters. This is only the gross for the theaters. It's it's starting out, but uh, yeah, I mean, but they're they're releasing. Um, I think Not this inspiring. week they're releasing uh, that uh, new um, new mutants movie, uh, which is uh, which oh, is an yeah, X Men yeah, yeah. movie. 
which right, is an excellent right, movie, right. but they're not doing. So one of the things I found out today, this is what part of the reason I want to bring this up is they're not giving mm-hmm. screeners to, you know, it's not going to be previewed. Obviously I'm sure the reviews aren't great. This movie has been shelved for almost two years now and, and yeah. remade. It could uh, have been released before COVID many it times. Released, right. It could have been released um, halfway through the Trump administration. This thing has been around for <laughs> since 2017. That's how you know how bad it is. To, you know, so um, that's part of it. And then the other thing is, but um, they're also not giving screeners to uh, critics at all. So in order to see this movie and actually be able to, to do any sort of preview. Someone's that listening you, to me. You have to go to the, well. You have to go to the movie theater. You can't. Then it's you can't buy it because it's not a. Okay, but I just said pay for it. You got to pay for it at the theater. Yeah, yeah. Well, right? I mean, I wish they would. Even if they let them pay for it and stay home, I think that that should be an option. But because it's a Fox movie, and it has to be released in theaters first for one reason or another for whatever agreement. Well, what is that reason? Oh, there's an agreement. Yeah, I mean, it's with probably the something with the MC or what, the distribution agreement right. that it has to release there. So, um, I, you may not see a lot of reviews of this movie for three weeks. Because. Or any. Oh, and yeah, by the way, of, you might not see any because right. uh, we know our, our reviewers can be a little sensitive. So, right. you know, they might just decide to bury it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and I don't necessarily disagree with them. I don't necessarily think it's a critic's responsibility because it is actually, you know, especially the inside movie theaters. Like I'll go to a drive in all day. Like Cliff, I'll yeah. be your movie date every yeah. time you want to go I'm to the drive. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you. I'll but, even drive out the industry again. Yeah. Yeah. To do but it. I'm not, not mad at it. No, but I, I wouldn't go to the, the AMC by my house to watch the movie. It's still, it's no. very dangerous inside those you know, and they're not doing a lot of social distancing. So if I were a Did critic, I'm not going to. these people see Outbreak? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe they should play. <laughs> I'm surprised that there's not. Thing fly. I'm surprised that's not playing in more drive-in theaters. Um, no one wants to go out to see that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm going to go sit in my car to watch what I'm living. No, thanks. No, thanks. I mean, but that being said, what the hell are you thinking? I mean, I love Arclight more than anything. You couldn't drag me to Arclight. And I'm saying for a year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't even go when they reopened Equinox real fast. And you know how I'm like yeah. workout. I didn't even go back. I'm like, nope, I'm not nope. going back. And again, I'm not, I'm not afraid or not afraid. It's just not, I'm a little afraid. Yeah, I'm not right. afraid. I don't live in fear, but I'm not catching this thing. Right, so I'm not going to do stupid stuff. The risks are, you know, the risk reward, you got to just measure, measure that. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that you should and shouldn't do. Like it's risky to do certain things. It's risky to drive, you know, on the freeway, but you know, the risk reward is you probably you know, the percentage of, you know, percentage based on what you're going to do is probably low enough that I'm not worried about it. Right. This is not right. something that I'm ready to risk right now. And not especially, you know, because, because it's not, you know, and, and I think this is the thing that people forget and that I've been trying to make people understand a little bit is that it's not necessarily that the risk on you is super high. It's the risk of transmission and making other people sick. And so you got to remember that your risk is exponentially greater by doing things, risky behaviors, because it's not just you, it, it could affect your whole family and other people's families and all that stuff. And so that's why it has to be taken a little bit different in seriousness than just like the flu or, you know, other, other kind of behaviors. Because if it only hurt you, like if you went to the, if, if the movie theater, honestly, I think if the movie theater was a situation where you could only hurt yourself and not anybody else, I'd be more apt to let people go. I don't care. It's only going to affect you, but you, you take that with you and you, you bring that with you um, everywhere you go. Yeah, we're in agreement on this. I think it's too soon uh, to be opening this, especially under what demand? I don't even see a demand. No, and and the public is speaking uh, loud and clear. There is no demand. Nope. Four million dollars, right? I just let's I mean, let's really be clear, right? Uh, what are movie tickets now? 15 on the average throughout the yeah, country i think it's 10 on the average around the country um it's i think it's still under 10 dollars average around the country but yes but in so la means, it's 15 bucks that means four hundred thousand people went out of their houses out of 350 million so to just give you a small idea that is less than a tenth of a percent yep of the population who is like yeah I'll go. they're the same people who are at the ozarks and in yeah. florida Right, these are the same people that are going to the movies right now, and and again, I'm not judging you, but I'm totally judging. <laughs> what are you doing, man? What's and it's too soon, and these movies are not worth it. So go, no. Jace. Oh no, it's the same thing as when I see people sitting outside of Denny's because they like like at a patio at the Denny's to eat Denny's with a mask on. Like, no, just you could eat that at home, or you could, yeah. or you can just pick it out of the garbage the way the the, the Manson family did. Um, Listen, I can understand almost, Jace, but I will say this: like, if you want to go out to a nice dinner because people, you know, it's like and you're willing to sit in a tent. And uh, I understand people want to get out, yeah, but not for Denny's. You don't want to We're sit out in theater either. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, in a theater, at least you're at outside in a tent and you're eating, right? In a yeah. theater, it's just, you might as well go in and, you know, listen, an airplane, you might have to fly. All right. I, I don't want to digress on this. So Big Brother, to me, is not a winner no. this season. Not um yet. Not yet. And I'm not saying it won't be, but... Right. No, it's been it's been kind of a bummer. The people that we like are all getting kicked are all getting voted off anyway. So it hasn't been a lot of fun for us either yet. Um, I'm hoping it changes. Um, yeah, me too. Because I, I didn't want to not like it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I truly yeah. wanted to like it. Um, but tomorrow right. we got um, we got the next episode of Manson. We're almost done with it. Um, we get mm. to get into the actual Manson murders next week. Might be some surprises tomorrow though. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it feels like Wednesday. Uh, it's weird, a good, weird stuff happens on Wednesdays. Weird Wednesday. uh, we do no guess Wednesday, so I mean, uh, you know, uh, there's not that much that can happen. But is it so crazy? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun tomorrow. We got we got some surprises in store for you, but but one thing for sure, we're going to be doing no matter what surprises are. We got we got some we got some Charlie Manson to talk about. We got some, uh, you know, we got a, we got a lot of fun for tomorrow planned. So please be there and be excited. Are we done? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, we're done. Yeah. See, even when I think it's going slow, it's not going slow. All right. Yeah. Well, then until tomorrow, everyone stay safe, stay sane, stay strong. Jason Smith. Cliff Dorfman. Good to see you guys. We love you. Thank you so much, Carrie Kenny, for being here. See you next time. Thank you, Carrie. It's time to quarantine. It's time to quarantine. It's time to quarantine. A podcast network.